Welcome to the Purity for Life podcast, episode 182. My name is Frank Honus. We've got some great features this week for you guys. Um, a couple great things, including our feature segment on troubleshooting your recovery. Troubleshooting your recovery, as well as a couple segments on uh, the four things, actually eight things you should know before watching pornography. Uh, there's a great infographic that Fight the New Drug came out with uh, just a few years ago, actually in 2013, that outlined eight um, realities, really, eight observations of those who look at pornography, um, what happens in their lives. And so um, I, I touch on uh, those eight things and just talk, you know, talk about those eight things in, in more in depth. Uh, but it's a great, great um, link. I'll actually have that. Uh, I'll have that uh, infographic um, embedded and linked to the post um, with our podcast, and so you can actually check that out for yourself. It's some really, really, really good stuff there from Fight the New Fight the New Drug, as well as, um, like I said, our feature feature segment this week on troubleshooting your recovery. So hope that'll uh, perk some interest in you about, you know, troubleshooting, problem solving. You know, I know there's some problem solvers out there. I'm sure people who love to solve a problem, you know, solve puzzles and, um, you know, solve conflict and, and find the answer. I know I'm one of those people that I, I, I want to, you know, when it comes, especially when it comes to technology, I just, I want to, there's a problem, I want to fix it, I want to solve it. I know there's an answer, I know there's some kind of, you know, something needs to be done, and so therefore I want to, I want to take care of it. So if you guys will enjoy those segments this week on the Purity for Life podcast, make sure you head over to our website, which is pflhome.com, pflhome.com, which has all of our uh, links and resources, all the podcasts back to episode one, um, so much good stuff on there, as well as ways that you can contact me or my wife and I for help on your journey to sexual purity. Um, we'd really love to encourage you in your, uh, encourage you, you know, in your journey. Um, also want to ask you guys to, uh, to please, when you listen to the podcast, uh, especially on iTunes, leave us a rating and a review there, rate the podcast and leave your feedback here. I would love your, uh, review. I love, we would love the review and, and the rating from you. So please do that and uh, make sure you check out all of the great content that, that Purity for Life offers. So if you guys will enjoy this week's podcast, troubleshooting your recovery, and the eight things you should know before looking at pornography, before watching watching porn, and, and some of the devastating effects, really, that it causes your life. So I hope you guys will enjoy the podcast. When I say the word troubleshoot, what is the phrase that, or what is the thought that comes to your mind? What do you think about when, when somebody troubleshoots something? Well, today I had the opportunity to troubleshoot a, uh, a computer, a couple laptops, and um, the person brought brought me a laptop that had a. Uh, had some serious password issues, and the user accounts were all switched back and forth, and they were all backwards, and it was a little bit of a nightmare. <laughs> it was a little bit of one of those, like, you know, uh, like a ball of, ball of string that's all tangled up, and, you know, it just takes a while to work out. It takes, you know, concentration, it takes focus, it takes energy, it, you know, it, it, it really takes uh, commitment, right, and hard work, uh, and, and a determination to see... Uh, see the solution through to the very end. 
And so I, I sort of worked on that. It probably took me at least, you know, an hour, hour and a half to really get everything straight on this particular computer. But, you know, I was I was having to troubleshoot, you know, what, what are the different solutions? What are the different, uh, you know, workarounds and avenues that I can take to uh, to fix this problem that we're having? And so and I think about troubleshooting. I also think about how we, we troubleshoot our recovery, you know, whether we really, you know, think about it that way. But, you know, I, I've met a lot of men that, you know, they want the quote-unquote answer. They want the quote-unquote cure or the, the magic pill for success and victory and recovery. And the reality is that it's a lot of things combined. There's a lot of ingredients combined in recovery. There's, you know, support groups and there's counseling and there's accountability and there's, there's software. Uh, there, there's so many pieces to recovery. And, but, but the most important thing is that there has to be a, um, a determination of, of seeing your recovery through um, to, to success and to victory. And, you know, it's trial and error. <laughs> I, I tell a lot of guys that, that, victor, that, um, that recovery is really about practice. There's a lot of practice involved in recovery. Um, you know, there's times where of great success and victory, and then there's also times of, of slips and relapses, and there's times of setbacks that you have, and it's it's learning to, to get into a rhythm and gain momentum to where you're putting the right uh, things in place in your recovery. You know, uh, one other thing I think about when I think about troubleshooting your recovery is I think about one of the greatest obstacles that men refuse, and probably women too, but men refuse to sort of enter into is you know, recovery is about embracing and feeling, uh, and in some, some ways surfing through the pain that, that you're actually walking through, that you're feeling in your life. Um, and it's, it's learning to deal with that in a healthy way and learning to deal with that in constructive ways in healthy ways in ways that don't lead you to pornography or to masturbation or to acting out in some sexual, uh, sexually unhealthy way. And, and that really is a huge part of our recovery. It's learning to deal with pain in a healthy way. It's learning to, what's the word? Troubleshoot, right? Troubleshoot your heart. Troubleshoot your mind. Troubleshoot your emotions and your feelings. Ask the questions. What's going on inside of me right now? What's going on inside of my heart? What's going on inside of my mind? And really taking time uh, to, you know, to work through those things, not, not even, not rushing through, right? Because if I were to sit back, you know, today, if I were to try to rush through and, and just, um, you know, hurry the process of fixing this computer and try to just, you know, um, you know, rush the process, I wouldn't come across the answer. I wouldn't, you know, be able to really fix the problem. You know, I, I had to take my time today and I had to think, and concentrate, and I had to do some googling. Right, <laughs> I had to Google, you know, go onto Google and type out, you know, what's going on with this this computer. And but it took some time, it took some effort, and the bottom line is that it's a journey. It was it was a process that took care of itself, and that's the way our recovery is. So I want to encourage you to troubleshoot your recovery. Troubleshoot when you are struggling. Um, slow down. Ask what's going on inside of your heart. And make sure you're doing that in a healthy way to where you're not acting out on, you know, you're not acting out on pain, but you're, you're working through pain in a constructive way. So 
troubleshoot your recovery, realize that it takes practice, it takes hard work, and learn to deal with pain in a healthy, healthy way. Stress, whatever it might be, you know, anger, whatever that trigger might be, so that you can work through that issue and come out on a come out on a positive end, come out on a on, in, a, in a way of victory, and uh, where you're going to find healthy results for your life. Do you ever wish that you could hit rewind and go back and replay an event over in your life and just start over? Um, well, there was an actual graphic, um, sort of an infographic, if you will, that was put out um, a few years ago in 2013 by one of the most incredible organizations called Fight the New Drug. Uh, Fight the New Drug is out there educating people on the effects of pornography and just um, just really doing an awesome, awesome job, especially with this millennial generation. Um, they, they just do so great. I shared a little bit last week from uh, a study that, that we read on the effects of pornography in the brain. And I wanted to share... Um, I wanted to share this infographic um, with you that actually actually is going to be linked on our website, uh, so you can go check out the infographic uh, with this with this uh, with this post as well. Um, but th- it's really really inf- in- interesting, um, and you just got to be able to look at it and see it. But at the very the top, it says, "What I wish my friends knew before they started watching porn." What I wish my friends knew before. Uh, before they started watching porn. I just thought it was a really interesting infographic to be able to share just some of the effects that Fight the New Drug has found. Um, and, and these are, you know, actual, you know, referenced uh, studies, you know, that they've they've looked at from, from articles. So there's a references at the bottom here. So these aren't just random, random things they picked out and just decided to say about pornography. Uh, but I just wanted to just run over what they have here. Uh, what I wish my friends knew before they started watching porn. Number one, it could make you prefer the fantasy to the reality. So, so huge that pornography trains the mind to entertain in the fantasy and prefer what is artificial versus what is what is real. And that is where we begin to live. That's where we begin to function in the fantasy. It's the fantasy world. That is where we find our fulfillment, quote unquote. That's where we find our wholeness. That's where we try to find our pleasure and we try to medicate our pain is in the fantasy. So number one, it could make you prefer the fantasy to the reality. Number two, it could normalize behaviors that you previously thought were wrong. Normalize behaviors that you could, that you previously thought were wrong. Um, again, there's this numbing that goes on. There's this uh, normalization of things that that before were, were taboo, were off limits, were not God's will, not healthy. And we, you know, you know, we, we, we normalize what is, what is unhealthy. That's what I did for, for such a long time in my life is I knew what I was watching was wrong, especially the very first time I watched it. it I knew it wasn't normal. I knew this wasn't, you know, real, but the, the hook sunk its way into my heart and I began to you know, play out these behaviors that, that I knew previously were wrong. Number three, it could cause dissatisfaction in your relationships. And they, they do start these, um, each one of these statements with it could, it could, it could. And, and really it's a, it is a, um, the reality is that it does. And, you know, these aren't just hypothetical situations, um, but these are actual real, real scenarios that happen 
uh, real things that happen through using pornography. Um, it could cause dissatisfaction in your relationships because why? We begin to we we begin to connect and try to perf- you know we we begin to link our heart and our mind to uh, to the artificial, to what we see on the screen, you know, in images and in video, and you know the reality is that relationships take work, relationships take effort. You get hurt in relationships, right? You get, um, you know, you're you're betrayed and you hurt others, you know. And there's there's a level of dissatisfaction. There's a level of imperfection, right? Uh, in in relationships that, you know, you don't find in pornography. Pornography presents itself um, as being perfect and everything's photoshopped and everything is just glamorous and everything is, you know, the person on the screen wants you all the time, and so. You know, a person begins to see that and 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 prefer that over real relationships in life. And then the last one, um, actually, the the last one we're gonna we're gonna cover right now is that it could produce shame and guilt, preventing you from pursuing healthy relationships. It always does this. There's always this level of shame and guilt that happens when we uh, pursue pornography. Uh, why? Because it's it's not God's way. It's not God's will for you. This isn't healthy sexuality. What you are viewing, what you're taking into your heart and your mind, um, there is there is a, a level. There should be a level of conviction from the Holy Spirit, obviously, but there also comes shame and guilt because of what we're looking at and viewing, and the enemy uh, heaps that on us and tries to sort of pervert who we are and um, tries to lie to us that we are we are what we're watching you know and we are what we are consuming and so there's all kinds of things going on here and um, but yeah uh, what I wish my friends knew before they started watching porn I want to share four more with you tomorrow uh, here on anchor uh, on the anchor station but I wanted to share the first four I wanted to share the first four. Uh, it can make you prefer the fantasy to reality. It could normalize behaviors that you previously thought were, were wrong. It could cause dissatisfaction in your relationships, and it could produce shame and guilt, preventing you from pursuing healthy relationships. Let me just take a quick break here to talk about an incredible software that you need to have on every device that you own. It's from Covenant Eyes, a name hopefully that you've heard and that you can come to trust. I know I've really come to trust in Covenant Eyes. I've used their software on all my devices before, but Covenant Eyes has this incredible um, really great online software to protect your devices from all the junk out there, from pornography, from sexually explicit pop-ups, and it also sends out reports to your accountability partners or the people that you trust that you want to be checking in on you. There's a lot, a lot of stuff out there that we need to be keeping ourselves uh, safe and protected from. And if you don't have this stuff on your computer, if you don't have it on your phone, your tablet, you've got to get something on there. You're asking for trouble. You're waiting for something to come in. So protect your devices, if you go to pflhome.com, our website, Purity for Life, pflhome.com, go right up to the resources menu and then click online protection. You can check out a really great little video there from Covenant Eyes, but also you can get the first 30 days for free from Covenant Eyes if you go through their checkout process and you enter in the promo code PURITY17. PURITY17 is the promo code uh, to get the first month for free. Uh, But I guarantee you you will not want to leave them. They're a 
great service. And I know so many people that use Covenant Eyes. I've used it in the past. It's so great, so great. So go check it out, download it, get it on all your devices, get safe, get smart, get wise with Covenant Eyes. All right, let's talk about the final four, um, what I call realities, effects of what happens when a person, um, you know, views pornography and really adopts it as part of their life and allows it to control them and it becomes an actual addiction. And remember, this comes from, uh, the sort of the info, infographic that Fight the New Drug, Fight the New Drug created called What I Wish My Friends Knew before they started watching porn. Uh, we talked about the first four being it could make you prefer the fantasy to reality. Um, and number two, it could normalize behaviors that you previously thought were wrong. Number three, it could cause dissatisfaction in your relationships. Number four, it could produce shame and guilt, preventing you from pursuing healthy relationships. So though those four alone, if those were the only four things that happened um, when a person you know, exposes themselves to, um, you know, sexual material, sexually explicit material like pornography, that would be devastating enough, right? But there's four more that I just want to touch on. And again, this is from fightthenewdrug.org, an incredible organization out there educating people on the effects of pornography. Um, number five, it could totally mess up your sex life. So this is uh, proven, been proven time and time again from the, uh, you know, the amount of divorces and separations that occur um, to, you know, men that I've met who've shared this actual uh, perspective, that it really is a, um, an intimacy killer in marriage. And it really does have uh, a huge, huge devastating effect upon, uh, you know, a couple's uh, intimacy in their in their sex life, um, the way in which pornography replaces your desires for your spouse, replaces what you view as um, as healthy intimacy, as healthy sexuality, what you view as beautiful, right? What you view as attractive, what you view as you know pleasing, um, those sorts of things. Um, pornography totally replaces all of those things, and it greatly greatly affects a couple's. Um, sexual relationship. And so that's a huge effect. So number number five, it could totally mess up your sex life. Number six, it could lead to an actual addiction, which is sort of, you know, an obvious effect of, of uh, watching pornography. Um, hundreds and thousands and millions of men have been addicted to this stuff. And it is a, de- you know, it, it's just hooking guys every single day. And that's that is the mission of, of Purity for Life, is helping guys who struggle with this stuff. Number seven, it could cause you to experience erectile dysfunction at age 24. Now, this is a really interesting perspective. It's a really interesting ob- observation uh, because this is based in uh, based in truth and based in the fact that men are literally physically having a problem becoming aroused uh because of their uh because of their exposure to pornography because of their addiction and this is you know for obvious reasons because of the fact that you know with the increased amount of exposure to this material there becomes more of an a, a dependence and there becomes more of you know uh a need right and you know this oftentimes the material escalates to different kinds of you know uh, different different kinds of you know hardcore pornography you know and different 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 kinds of porn where a man sort of 
builds a tolerance, right, to what he sees, and he needs to find more and more graphic material and isn't able when it comes to um, a, a sexually intimate relationship, isn't able to become aroused, become, you know, uh, you know, excited, right, because of all the bombardment of material that he's already seen um, on the internet. And so to be with an actual person, a flesh and blood person where you're not the only one who is being pleased that your job is to is to bring uh desire and and please you know please the other person um and serve the other person in that in that act um it, it's all of a sudden not you know not not an exciting experience not a uh an arousing experience for a man and and oftentimes men really do struggle uh you know physically with this sort of uh dysfunction um, and so there's lots of science behind that. Um, and, and so just wrapping up these eight, the very last one, number eight, it could cause you to objectify others and see them as a collection of body parts rather than a human being. I read this last week, the study last week that I read um, about how men, uh, you know, men were measured um, by looking at people who were clothed and people who were not. And the brain literally... Uh, the more exposure to people who are unclothed sees, you know, a person as just body parts and totally ignores the face, totally ignores the identity of that person. And so there there comes this objectification that takes place, this, you know, just, you know, that's just, they're just body parts, right? You know what I mean? And, um, and and that's a real real tragedy, right? It's a huge tragedy that I think every single man who, every single woman, every single person who struggles with sexual addiction um, has to find healing from, and can really cause um, some some really uh, uh, harmful harmful effects upon a person's mind and their heart. So these are eight um, realist realities, I should say, eight realities of what porn addiction does to a person's life. And, um, you know, so I think, and again, this comes from what I wish my friends knew before they started watching porn. And that is from fightthenewdrug.org. Um, I hope you'll, you know, go back and listen um, to to the, uh, if you missed the other four, you'll just rewind and go back and listen. But um, th- this this is powerful, powerful stuff. And really, really important that we understand how how much this is ruining lives pornography is really capturing people and keeping people bound and prisoner and um so just want to shed some light on that what i wish my friends knew before they started watching porn from fightthenewdrug.org All right, that'll do it for Purity for Life this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Just one more reminder again to visit our website, pflhome.com. That's where you can find all the goodies there to help you along with your journey for sexual purity. Um, looking forward to some great content unrolling this spring and this and this uh, this summer and leading into the, uh, the the end of the year. It's kind of crazy to think we're already into the month of March. So this year is, is rolling by fast. I hope you have a great week. And just remember that your purity is worth everything. Your heart, the Bible says that above all else, guard your heart for it's the wellspring of life. So guard your heart this week, guard your purity this week, and we'll be seeing you soon. Uh, check out the website, check out all that we put out there. It's for your benefit, it's for your heart. So make sure you use it. Have a great week. God bless.